Welcome. Soarin' to tower. We are ready for takeoff. Do I consider you a lot more if I had done a cup of coffee? Please stand clear of the doors. Looks like you've lost power. Here's a wildest ride in the wilderness! To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Tim, and I bring the magic. And my name is Aaron, and I bring the adventure. This is episode four. Super excited for what we got going on here today. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a great one. Yeah, it's really cool. This episode is definitely long overdue. Mm. (laughs) I think we'll realize a little bit. It might be slightly outdated, but I think there's still plenty of content and things in here that could be uh, super helpful for you. Speaking of things that are super helpful, we want you to interact with us. We would love to get some of your feedback and all that sort of stuff. So a couple of things you can do that would be helpful for the pod and hopefully helpful for you as well. One, you can be sure to follow and subscribe to this wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. There's probably other platforms out there, but I feel like everybody really just uses those too. The second thing you can do for us is to leave a review. We have had a couple of episodes out now, and we would love to get some feedback from you. Leaving those five-star reviews really do go a long way to helping this reach a wider audience. We want you to give us some feedback, help us to get better. And then finally, we would love for you guys to interact with us on Instagram. The goal is longevity. Right, We want this thing to last for a really long time, and we want it to be interesting. The only way something can last is if it's interesting. And so we want to talk about what you want to talk about. So leave comments, reply to some of the prompts and things like that that we post in our stories and stuff like that, because really your feedback and, and your insight and maybe some of your hot takes will be the things that help to shape the podcast moving forward. Yep. It's going to make a difference. It'll make a big difference. So for today, speaking of what shapes our podcast, we are going to be talking about just kind of our experiences. This is part one of kind of a two-part release. They'll both be on. At the time of listening to this, you can listen to part one and part two. This is us recapping our most recent trips. Tim recently went to uh, Walt Disney World. I recently went to Disneyland Paris. And so we decided to split these up for the reason that if you have a trip to one of these destinations coming up soon, or if you just want to revisit them in your imagination, it'll be good to be able to kind of pick and choose your own adventure. Plus, you're getting double the content this week. Who doesn't like that? Yep. And on top of that, this won't be the last time we do this. I mean, we literally have one coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, Yeah. Sit back, relax. And uh, this is going to kind of be a chance for you to see Walt Disney World through Tim's eyes. That's what we're going to start off here on part one. Yep. It's entirely the people mover. Sorry. (laughs) I rode the people mover for eight hours straight and it was awesome. You don't? No, not even a little bit. Eight minutes straight and I'm I'm over it. Oof, that sucks Uh, for you. It, yeah, you know, it's opinions. Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and hop into this. This was your most recent trip. And mm-hmm. uh, I mentioned earlier that this is slightly dated, but that's just because, you know, just kind of the way that things shook out with recording and stuff. When was the last time that you took this trip? Yeah, so it was end of November, early December of 2023. So there are some things that happened since then, such as, you know, the center of Epcot, World Celebration being fully opened. There's also Country Bear Jamboree that's gone down for its like refurbishment and stuff. So that has changed. Plus, on top of that, holiday season, all that stuff, which we'll probably touch on later this year. We're yeah. not going to talk about it now because, well, it's, you know, it's a few more few more months. I like how you looked at your wrist that doesn't have a watch on it to figure out what month we're in. That yeah. process was just hilarious to me. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I love doing that. This is why we uh, should do video. <laughs> but no, I, I think that's a, a fair thing to, to talk about and even address. It feels like no matter what time you go into the park, there's always change. There's always mm-hmm. new things happening. And so 
like I know for me, you know, my wife and I, we talked about the next time we go to Disney, we have to set like, okay, there are certain trips you go on and you're like, man, I can't wait to get back. And then mm-hmm. there are certain trips you go on where you're like, I could wait a few months or I could wait a year or I could wait, you know, however long. For us, what we decided was we weren't going to go back until, I'm trying to think of the last time we went. But at 2022. The time, yeah, that's it. Because we were on that trip together. You're right. Mm-hmm. I think of 2022. So Tron wasn't open yet. We said the next time we would go would be when Tron and Tiana's Bayou Adventure were open. Those were yeah. kind of our two things. But here's the thing. When we go, once those two things are open, I guarantee you there's going to be something else that we're waiting for or that is in the works. And so, yep. especially with the state of the parks right now. So always mm-hmm. something new, I would say here, helpful tip for the listener. Like don't, don't wait for everything to be done because it never will be. Yeah, Walt said about Disneyland is like Disneyland will never be completed, you know, and the same thing goes for just really all Disney's parks in general, like there's going to be things changing. And so don't let that stop you from taking that vacation, whether this is your first time or your 110th time going (laughs) to a a theme park, you know, you're still going to have a great time regardless. And like, even for me with this trip, right, I still had a fun time. This was my first solo trip down to Disney World. Okay, because you did Disneyland by yourself, but this is the Disneyland first solo trip to Disney World. How was that? I feel, okay, I feel like this is really important because mm-hmm. I've done some solo trips to theme parks before and trying to find content on it, like there was none. Like people just don't, I don't know if they don't write about it a lot or whatever, but uh, I would love to know from you, what was that experience like? Yeah, no, it was definitely interesting. I mean, uh, the plus side for me is like, I know the parks very well. Like mm. I, I know where I'm going. I don't need a park map. I'll just walk around and have fun. And I get to do what I want to do, which I think is a plus, right? You know, if you're with a family or friends or something, like, obviously, if you've gone tons of times, like, you kind of sit back and let someone who's gone less times than you, like, kind of take the reins of what they want to do. But for me, it was like, oh, I want to, you know, go ride Expedition Everest back to back. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, I've not done the new revamped version of Finding Nemo the Musical. I can go do that. Or I can just walk around World Showcase and take as slow of time as I want to. And no one's there to judge. You can drink or as no much as you want. And nobody's yeah. going to tell you to stop. Mm. <laughs> I'm kidding. Are you are you an introvert or an extrovert? Oh, I'm, I lean more introverted. Okay. So... Uh, I have moments where like I'll strike up a conversation. That's the one thing I found challenging though, is like, sure. I enjoyed, especially from a content side, because not only am I like doing this, but also with YouTube subscribe to the Disney pastor, if you're interested, like doing both of those things, right. It's great for content. It's Mm -hmm. great to be able to go by myself, shoot what I want to shoot and talk how I want to talk or approach it how I want to without like worrying about, okay, I got to worry about my family who's behind me because I know they don't want to get in the shot. So let me step out of the way or whatever. But then you're also by yourself. And so like there's certain things that either can happen or that, you know, standing in line in a queue is very sucky when it's just you. I mean, sure, you can strike up a conversation with the people behind or in front of you, but it's hard to play heads up by yourself. That's what you're saying. It is very hard to play heads up by yourself. I learned that the hard way. Um, Like That's like on my bucket list now. I want to go to theme park and try to play a full game of heads up by myself. And when somebody's like, do you want me to play with you? Be like, nah, I got it. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I accidentally hilarious. hit a kid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but that being said, there's pros and cons to it. I mean, if you're someone who is set driven on what you want to do, how you want to do things in the parks, like it's great. But if you're like, 
I enjoy the idea of like spending time with people in a place I enjoy spending time at. I mean, being surrounded by people is awesome. So yeah. there's pros and cons to it. That shared memory sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, one of my favorite things about going to theme parks with other people is to experience things from their perspective, especially yes. things that I'm really used to. Like if they're mm-hmm. doing it for the first time, yeah, that's, that's always a lot of fun. Yeah. So what was the, the layout and kind of the format for your trip? Like what was, I don't, I don't know how you want to do this. Do you want to take us through just kind of the experience or maybe just like your highlights, but uh, maybe for somebody who's planning their trip, mm-hmm. uh, what's kind of your process? Gosh, what's the, I don't know if process is the right word. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. What is not like start to finish? Like mm-hmm. first go to www.waltdisney.com. Like it's not that. Oh, I was going to start there. Yeah. No, I mean like, <laughs> what is your, you're going on a trip by yourself. You don't have yep. to worry about anybody else. You're planning it. Like, What's how do you choose your your park order? I don't know, maybe where you're staying, what you plan to hit, like all that sort of stuff. Kind of bring us through that process. Yeah, so it depends on what I'm doing. So because this was the holiday season, I planned out all my stuff around the after hours events. So there was Jollywood Nights at the time and Very Merry at the time. I won't hit on those too much this episode because there are some people out there that don't want to talk about the holiday season right now. Understandable. But I planned it around those. I also knew that I hadn't been since Happily Ever After it came back. I knew I wanted to see that. So it looked a little different for me. Normally, like in a perfect world scenario, I'd start and end my trip with Magic Kingdom. You know, go to so Magic Kingdom. Two Magic Kingdom days for potentially, you. Potentially, okay. yeah. Just as like, it feels like a good like bookend. What a you great start sandwich. Your trip. It's yeah. a great sandwich. <laughs> what a magical sandwich. Exactly, exactly. So that was one thing I had to kind of figure out, which I'm fine with. There's been ways where like I started out with Animal Kingdom. In this case, that's where I started. Yeah, so I started with Animal Kingdom and I had Jollywood that night. Uh, but I technically, Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I technically started though with Very Merry Christmas on the Saturday, the Sunday I got in. Okay. That's technically where I started. But if we're talking like full park hour days, I started with Animal Kingdom. Um, so, so was this on that for me? So was this really just like the motivation of this trip was to experience things you hadn't experienced before? Was that the Correct. primary? Okay, mm-hmm. got you. That and just to be back in my favorite place in the entire world. Yeah. Um, I need no excuse. It was a lot of things like I've not done. Obviously, Jollywood Nights was brand new this past year, so getting the chance to to do and experience that and kind of get my own thoughts because. You know, people are all over the place. And when something brand new is started, right, you know, all 50,000 influencers are going to be at this one thing. And so that definitely sways the opinion. And so wanted to kind of add my voice into it. Not like I think my voice is better or anything, but just to add another perspective into it. I think that's a really good rule of thumb as well. If you're planning out a Disney trip or a trip to any of the theme parks, uh, it's important to remember just because other people doesn't don't like it doesn't mean that you won't like it mm-hmm. or vice versa. Just because other people do enjoy something, it doesn't mean you're going to. But Correct. I think that's the beauty of enjoying everything. And I don't think you have to go with the crowd on whatever they say. Like if you thoroughly enjoy something, man, go for it. Have at it. Like that part of the park is there for you. Enjoy it. Don't feel the need to uh, bend to anybody else's will on that thing. So I think that's pretty cool. With that being said, I, I feel like we can't, I mean, I know it's kind of in the rearview mirror, but maybe somebody's listening to this with the holiday season coming up. What was your impressions? Again, this is the first year mm-hmm. they've done it. I'm sure there's going to be changes and all that sort of stuff, but what was your overall impression? To start with Jollywood Nights, since that was the new one, I thought it was pretty good. There are things I'm like, this could definitely be improved on, but I think they have the bare bones of what can make it great. 
The Holidays in Hollywood show, fantastic. It was so good. It's weird seeing like Kermit, Miss Piggy, Mickey and Minnie all together. (laughs) But there was something really cool about that. You know, what was cool is like you had the actual puppeteers of the Muppets. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, the actual voice of Kermit and Miss Piggy, like they're there live in person. And so that was cool. I mean, overall, it was it was solid. I enjoyed the What's This, Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along. There are things I definitely think it could improve on. Food-wise, I think they went a little too outlandish with some of the food offerings. That's just my opinion. Uh, that and then just like maybe a little something for everybody, you know. Uh, what I love about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party or even Not So Scary is like they have something you can have, right? Whether it's a bag mm. of candy or it's, you know cookies that you can go around and eat 50,000 times (laughs) or however many uh, you choose to. But just to have a little something there, it was pretty good. It definitely can get better. I would love to see it get better. I'd love to see it stay because there's, again, good foundational pieces to make it better. And Very Merry Christmas Party wasn't, you know, what it is today during that point. Yeah. I think it's a little too expensive, though. I was my next question was going to be value. Yeah, I don't think I got my entire value for it. I do think like if they continue to plus it, add some things, it can be worth it, absolutely. But as of right now, I'd I'd lean more no, unless this is something like you absolutely feel like you should do. And who knows what the changes are going to be as of this recording to Mm -hmm. this event? They could scrap it entirely and rebuild it from the ground up. Who knows? But it was pretty good. I enjoyed my time. Same thing with Very Merry Christmas Party, but that's a staple that, you know, we've had several, several years of witnessing and seeing, and that was fun, and I enjoyed my time. Both were solid, but ultimately it's your decision on what you what you want to do listening to this. is like, yeah, I would 100% recommend doing Very Merry Christmas Party, at least over Jollywood, but I enjoyed my time at both. So, What are your opinions on Happily Ever After being back? boy where to start hey 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 um (laughs) i have a lot of emotional ties to this firework show which is weird because i grew up in orlando when wishes was a thing yeah and so and i love wishes but i remember getting to watch it the first year it was introduced and it blew my mind it's insane dude it is so impressive in my opinion in my opinion the second best nighttime spectacular anywhere and I'd agree with that. Yeah. I think it's number one, though. Yeah. Granted, because Disneyland has not returned their Fantasmic yet. It's a one so. in one A for sure for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I think Fantasmic is almost perfect. Yeah, in um, terms of fireworks show, it's definitely number one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Even when it went away, right? Uh, when I had moments where like I wasn't feeling great or things were just, you know, I needed a quick pick-me-up. It's a 20-minute show. Mm. Just put it on. And it was just something to relax to and enjoy and maybe shed a tear when it was gone, I watched it all the time. But mm-hmm. and I went from like my initial like I would go into it wanting to be happy, like, oh, this will cheer me up, and then I'd watch it and then the tears would start at some point. And then I just got to the like angry phase of why did they take this away from us? So yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that it's back, man. Me too. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's such a good show. And it's not to say like enchantment is bad or all. Uh, but to follow <laughs> <laughs> You may disagree. I thought it was <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good, but for it to follow up happily ever after. That's what was, makes it tough. If it would have come after wishes, we'd been like, oh yeah, this is cool. Yeah. But yeah. For nah. it to follow happily ever after, it's it's a job that 
was going to be terrible for it. 100%. Um, I'm glad it's in the after hours events, though. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was such a great idea that they had there. Are there any other kind of glaring highlights from this trip or just from where you are right now? Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, so we're recording this in January, end of January. I think Mm -hmm. it'll release kind of around mid to late February. Mm -hmm. Uh, you went in November, but still that's like, I mean that it, it feels like a big window, but the reality is, is there's kind of like a state of the parks right now. Yeah. How do you feel about where the parks are, where they're going? Any, any opinions on, and I know we only really talked about magic yeah. kingdom. I'm, I'm asking you to kind of step back a little bit and mm-hmm. overview all four, just overall thoughts. It feels a little stagnant in a weird way. Okay. Where I feel like in a weird way, it's recovering from where it was like JPEG era mm-hmm. still, but it's going to a much better direction. I had a conversation with a coworker and I just kind of asked him like, cause he went down with his kids and like, dude, how was your, how was your trip? And he's like, I cannot wait to go back. Like Disney felt like Disney. That was great for me to hear. Yeah. That's encouraging. Uh, there were moments where I felt like, yeah, Disney felt like Disney. Mm. I am optimistic of where it's going to go. I felt like that was like the biggest kind of a uh, headlining statement that came out of the JPEG era was like so many people were like, man, it feels like the parks are losing their magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sad. Yeah. That's a horrible thing. Like nobody wants to hear that. Th- to hear that is super, super encouraging. Yeah. And so I think, I think it'll, it'll reach a point. I mean, obviously we don't have like concrete information of like, here's what's up and coming. And I mean, D23 as of right now is in a few more months. And so I expect this to be a huge D23. It better. I feel like it's going to be a big one. I mean, they've already... You got to swing for the fences this year. Otherwise, you're falling behind, Yeah, in my opinion, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just with this initiative of how much money they want to put into the parks and stuff, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like they have to give some... They don't have to give everything. Don't tell me how you're going to spend all $60 but you have to at least give me enough that people feel that sense of hope again. Yeah. Uh, We should probably do an episode on what we hope they announce at D23 this year. I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. We definitely will. 100%. (laughs) Tim's like, I have some thoughts. It's going to happen. Oh, for sure. Well, I'm probably going to end up going, so we'll see. Gotcha. Tickets still haven't gone on sale yet, so we'll see if I get a chance to to, to stag one. But, I mean, it'll it'll be exciting. You know, what, what is to come, and I think... We're we're heading in a good direction for the most part. And so I'm excited. Yeah. Let's wrap up Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you rode Tron for the first time. Heck yes. What'd you think? I thought it was solid. It's definitely weird because you're like leaning forward. Mm-hmm. And that's not like a feeling that I'm used to. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. So it's not similar. Like you've been on Hagrid's. Mm-hmm. It's not similar to that. I feel like in Hagrid's you can sit up. If no, you Hagrid's. Want to. Hagrid's you can definitely sit up. I mean, you're leaning slightly, but this is like you you lean and lean. Yeah, uh, is not it to be- the point of like you're laying flat, but you're like flight of passage. Similar, not as restricting. Uh, I'd say a little bit more restricting than flight of passage. Okay. Similar setup though, where you kind of go in and there's like a you know, a back brace, so to speak, that comes behind you. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. The launch was cool. I mean, I love both Tron movies. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is two and a third (laughs) on the way. I'm excited. I enjoy that area. I think it fits really well into Tomorrowland. It is a little too short. That's kind of... It's a little too short. Consensus that I've heard. I mean, like, are we talking like a Seven Dwarfs Mine Train short? Yeah, I'd say along the lines of it's still fun. Like Mm -hmm. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is still fun and they did a great job with that. And the yeah. same thing with this is it's fun. I enjoyed my time. Um, was it a boarding pass system when you went? 
Yeah, it was still virtual queue okay. when I when okay. I did it. So I got a chance to do it both at night and during the day. Oh, which nice, was dope. The reason I was asking, have they switched to a standby yet? They have yet to. They, they still have yet haven't. to announce it though. Okay, because I'm curious. Like my biggest issue with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is the wait versus the ride time. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I'm interested to see once it switches over to a standby queue, uh, if it'll be that same kind of disproportionate ratio. Yeah, it was a blast. <clears throat> Uh, let's talk about Epcot briefly. So there wasn't oh, yeah. a ton of things in Epcot, I'm assuming, that changed, but Meeting Figment no. was one of them. Yeah, Meeting Figment was one that was announced at D23 and got a chance to meet him. There was, like, barely a line, which was awesome. That's interesting. Yeah, because, like, a couple months before <laughs> I went, it was, like, three-hour line, and I'm like, oh, gosh, please just let me have a chance to meet him. But yeah. I guess I met him towards, like, the end of his time out. It was really cool, like... Yeah, kind of childhood dream, you know, accomplished, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, Epcot is Epcot. I love Epcot. I love spending time there. Seeing the Festival of the Holidays was cool. Watching the Candlelight Processional was awesome. Did Uh, you do the food pass thing or like a dining package or did you just... No, I just got in and got a seat. Were you able to get a decent spot? Yeah. Okay. For the most part. I mean, recording wise was kind of... Not great, mm. but to view was fine. Yeah. Um, we should yeah. probably at some point, maybe as we get closer to the holidays, talk about Candlelight Processional. I think it's great. It's um, an awesome show. But it does take, I don't know, I've only ever done the dining package route, so I'd love to kind of compare and contrast doing that versus um, just trying to walk up and, yeah. and get in and everything. What was also cool was the weather. It was like cold. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so it was like, I mean, 50s you know yeah. doesn't sound terrible until you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt exactly the entire time out and there and so i had to buy a spirit jersey darn oh no oh no which anyway, one did you get there was an epcot one. Oh, nice that I, have. I don't think i knew that. yeah it's a fun one nice. uh, i've yet to wear it outside of that day so yeah. i'll probably wear it is again. it one of the ones that like if you wear it outside of disney it's a little much I feel that way about Depends a lot of spirit jerseys. on who you ask. Okay. Because that's like when I <laughs> when I buy a spirit jersey, my question is, can I wear this outside of the parks and still get away with it? Like I don't the, think no um, one knows what it is. Oh, okay. Gotcha. If you're out, if, I mean, obviously, if you're at Disney, like you right. know Epcot or you're a Disney fan, you know Epcot. But if you're outside of that sort of realm or theme park realm, you probably don't know. Yeah. So. That's why I never bought the Buzz Lightyear one. Like, mm, I love yeah. Toy Story, but, like, you can't get away with that, like, any other place other than in the parks. So. Yeah. I probably could, but that's because... <laughs> hey, do you? Do you? you? You said you started your trip with Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Anything of note there or just kind of a highlight of your day that you had I mean, there? Not, not really. Animal Kingdom is, is fine. Is what it is. I Has, mean, it's... I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Dino Land. I was going to ask, is it still, like, open and operating it's right now? It's still open and operating okay. right now. They haven't announced a closing date for it yet okay when they do your boy will be there yeah um they haven't said anything so okay as a just in case i said my goodbyes and then did you do studios on this trip partially okay which i'll get to in a second here i didn't have an actual ticket to studios because i knew i was doing jollywood nights so i did rise and Got slinky okay. slinky was a five minute wait during jollywood oh, nights that's great i that's, walked right on it was incredible that is by um, far the highlight in my opinion of the special ticketed events is mm-hmm. low wait times yeah except for the fact that my but Vision 3D was closed. That made me very sad. Womp womp. Womp womp. <laughs> so the biggest thing, though, from this entire trip is I I pulled the punch. I've been going to Disney multiple times a year at this point. 
Um, and because I live out of state, like I haven't considered an annual pass and I pulled the punch this time. So I am officially, oh, snap. A, I am officially a Walt Disney world annual pass holder. Which I is was wild driving the other day and I ended up behind you and I saw that sticker and I was like, Tim's so stupid. And my wife was like, you're just jealous. I was like, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. But yeah. So what well, you, well, yeah, I never told you about it because uh, it was now. embarrassing. Yeah. It's breaking news here on the pod. So talk to me a little bit about just kind of that. And I guess we can probably, probably get ready to wrap up here, but talk to me a little bit about that process of you figuring out like how did, mm. cause I remember when you were thinking through like, is this the right decision for me? How do I like actually pull the trigger on this or not? Talk about that yeah. a little bit for anybody who's on the fence. Yeah. Especially as someone who lives, who is not a Florida resident. Yeah. So the biggest thing is like, there's only one tier option and it's the Incredit Pass, which is pretty expensive. I'm not going to lie. What's I, it going for if you had to guess? Uh, if, or if you, you were, remember. it's just around 12 for the okay. base. $1,200. Okay. And so it's it's pretty expensive. I added Photo Pass. So for me, it was around $1,300 okay. in total. How many park days did you have? I had four park days. And then did you stay on property? I did stay on property. I stayed at All-Star Sports this time. It was actually pretty good. Do you know what you would have spent on just that one trip? I spent around the same total for an annual pass that I did this time. That you would have spent just to go by yourself, stay on property, hit four parks. Like, would it have come around that twelve to $1,300 range? Came, it came around there. Gotcha. This trip. Maybe just slightly under. That was also including, like, extra yeah. extra stuff. So, that make, that mean that, that helps make the decision for you. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that helped make the decision for me is I looked at, I know I'm going in October. I know, like, we have stuff coming up in March. And then, you know, those were kind of the big things. And then I was potentially looking at spending it you know, a day with a friend of mine, he didn't get a chance to go with me, which sucks. I'm going to still be bitter about it, but that's not the point. So I took that, added it all up. And I looked at, because what's cool is when you have like multiple day tickets, you can go in and like exchange your tickets for an annual pass. So you can upgrade your tickets. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know. So I upgraded my multi-day pass to an annual pass. And so that for, for me costed less. Yeah. So I added the remaining days of here's how many days I would be at each of these based off the price point for each of those days because prices do fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Don't use the average. Do not do that. Yeah. It's not going to help you in the long run. And it just made sense. I mean, it was maybe $100 cheaper for me to do an annual pass and I can go kind of whenever I want to now. So here's the other things that people are going to have to factor in, right? Not saying mm-hmm. that this is, but if you're in Tim's position you live out of state, you're trying to factor things in. You've got to consider things like travel cost. Yep. And then your obviously your hotel is not included in that. Correct. You get a discount. You do. Right. What's your discount on do you uh, know? Off it the depends. Top of your head? It kind of fluctuates. So right okay. now I believe there's a thirty five percent discount. Okay. Which is pretty solid. Yeah. So so here's the thing. On the one hand, you are gonna get the discount for all of those things. However, mm. I'll use this example. So we live in North Carolina. Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. I got a a season pass last mm-hmm. year, right? Seemed like a great deal, which don't get me wrong. It was. It was like, hey, you can buy a single day ticket or for like, I don't even, it might have been even like less money, like $10 or less. You can get a fun pass, which lets you go however many times you want during the season. But then what I had to consider was I have to spend the gas to go there. Mm-hmm. I have to consider what I'm going to pay for parking every time that I go and I have to consider what I'm going to spend on food, right? So in the grand scheme of things, do you save money on park admission? Yes, 100%. Yeah. But because you have that annual pass now, you're going to consider going to Disney probably more frequently than you did before. So yeah. 
again, it, 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 you had trips planned already. Mm-hmm. So it made a clear benefit for you. Yeah. If you are like, oh, I only have one trip planned and then I'll figure out when I go, that could could potentially end up costing you more in the long run because you're choosing to add on trips that you wouldn't have had before. But I do think if you're in the situation that Tim was in, it just makes sense, man. Like it, it feels... Yeah, it just made logical sense. And I mean, it's... And it's, what other perks do you get? Like you get discounts on... I get discounts on merchandise, on resorts, on some shops in Disney Springs. I'm able to have free parking. The, wherever, which is solid. Which yeah. is... Awesome. It's really good. Um, and you don't need like, for example, like if you go to a resort, you don't need a dining reservation to get that free parking. You can just, yeah. I want a resort hotspot. I'm going to hop. Yeah. So I'm going to go park depending there. on Depending on what it is. Yeah. There's a few other things. I mean, my magic band, you know, it shines. It has a little sparkles to it now. Oh, look um, at you. Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty fancy. Big money. Uh, plus there's magnets and a bunch of other stuff that goes on. Did I see the, the like years. augmented reality, like magnets? Am I making that up? Or did somebody troll me online? But I, I saw know. one that I thought it looked like a, I think it was like a Steamboat Willie or something, but it was a magnet. And then like the guy like held his phone up to it and then like That's the cool. character started moving or something. I could That's totally cool. be like, I could have gotten trolled on the there internet, might be. but that'd be yeah, super dope. But it's, it's, if it's something you're thinking about doing, like value the cost of it. And you know, it's not an easy decision, but if it makes sense for you, whether financially or just you know, you're a big Disney guy or a girl and it's like, hey, this is what I want to do. Go ahead. Like totally your decision on, on that part. But no, that sounds great. Unless you have anything else to add here. I don't think so. It was I'm, a fun time. I'm going to go ahead and get ready to end it. But I do think, uh, man, if anybody is listening and you're kind of like, hey, Tim, what was your process for this? What were some mm-hmm. of the questions that you asked? How did you consider things? Feel free to shoot us a message. You can find us on Instagram at Magic Meets Adventure. We're on TikTok as well. Currently, we're at Magic Meets Adventure Pod. We might keep that. We might change it. TikTok doesn't let you change your name whenever you want to. You got to wait at least a week to do it. But go ahead and follow us on there. Feel free to send us a DM and we'd love to help you just consider a couple of things. If you have any questions from Tim's most recent trip of, hey, what's this like at the parks right now? Or I'm considering going in that November, December timeframe around the holidays, which I mean, pro tip, week after Thanksgiving, it's, it's solid. It's it, it, For a while, it was the only time that me and my wife would go because the, the crowd level was, I mean, it's great. You lose a Thanksgiving crowd and you beat the people who are waiting for Christmas. Yeah. Um, so if you're considering it, all that sort of stuff, go ahead and reach out to us. We'd love to help you out. Love to talk about it. And yeah, uh, yeah. maybe we'll also post to the account just some pictures that you have from that trip. Um, yeah, I definitely will. I had you got to, that I picture with Figment? Ones. Oh, of course. Sweet. Yeah, of so course. you'll see Tim's... Like- 50 of them. I'm kidding. No, but I I got some pictures for y'all. Don't you worry. Sick. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up right there. That is the end of part one of this. Part Part two two. is available Mm -hmm. now. You can go ahead and listen to it right now. We'll kind of flip the table a little bit and I will share about my experience going to Disneyland Paris. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Magic Meets Adventure. I'm Tim and I bring the magic. And I'm Aaron. I bring the adventure. We'll catch you next time. See ya. And so our journey comes to an end. Guess that wraps things up. You guys did all right. Carefully raise your left bar and exit the vehicle. Oh, and don't forget to retrieve your stone belongings. We hope that you've enjoyed your visit with us and that you will come back soon. See you real soon. Bye, everybody. We really love you. So long. Be careful getting home.